When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, look at this. Wow. This is actually an exciting couple days. So we got you and I, you're yep. filling in for T-Raj now. Yes. Um, we got about hour plus of the show, and then you guys will go up to, I think, 315, and then pregame show will start for the Rams. I think you said this before. You're not, you never are number two, never, right? Never am the, the two or the B. So people know, like, the guy who talks first is generally the A, and then the reactor is the B. Yep. And I long to be the B. <laughs> like, it, it would be fun to just show up and goof around and just, that's what we're doing now. Which show are you doing with Cap? Is it tomorrow? Tomorrow, tomorrow from uh, one to three at Black Gold. Okay. I'm assuming here mm-hmm. that You'll be the A. You're going to sit in the one? Ish. Okay. Yeah, ish. I I don't know if it even matters. Well, I was going to say, I think what would add even more of a curveball to it is if they're just, you guys just are all over the place on it. I mean, Cap, you know, is not going to be shy to say whatever he wants to say. That's an interesting show. Me? Cap? I mean, send in the clowns. Jeez. Uh, That's pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so we, I'm going to throw this your way. We'll we'll get into Dodgers, some Rams, all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you do in this situation? I don't know. I can't remember if we. Does this involve the juggler? It's not involve the juggler. (laughs) She's very uncomfortable about the juggler. I wanted to get the juggler story. I love the juggler story (laughs) because it's so random. Do you have a good idea of what it is or not? Because if you don't, um, so I'll I'll, I'll go through it again. Yeah, yeah. We have new listeners all the time. Lay it out. Go through it. So, um, I have. I get uncomfortable driving home. Every almost every day because I don't know if it's going to happen or not. So the, these are things that happen in LA. I guess it's more than just where I, I live. Uh-huh. But um, I get to a stop stoplight and occasionally there's either one or two jugglers, sometimes even three jugglers. And I guess they're they working in tandem. Own that, they own that corner. There. Right. That corner. Yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They work in tandem because they're across from each other too. So they try to do the same tricks, all that good stuff. And so they throw it up in the air. And yesterday I was at the front of this line at the stoplight and I just was trying not to make eye contact with this guy. I just didn't want to interact. Now, what do you think whoever. eye contact would have caused him to drop to, a pin? To, to drop, target yeah. me with his juggling. To be like, oh, hey, look at this. Maybe I'll give you a tip, and I—he's I just, trying to get some money out of it, like so this. she gets uncomfortable with the. <laughs> now, if he wasn't asking for money, is it still uncomfortable? Yes, I just don't like getting solo attention from from strangers. I just don't enjoy that experience. And then I also worry about, you know, what if the bowling pin lands on my car right, and shatters right, my sure. windshield? Like, you know, what if like they try to let it on fire? It's right next to the gas station. Everything goes crazy. Like, these are things. These that are professionals, Emily. They're not going to let that happen. Yeah, I mean, they're professional street jugglers. I think Come you're kind of <laughs> taking some credit away from their skill set. I, I, I trust them. I've never seen them drop it. Right. That's fine. But I've also never seen them make money. So I've never seen anybody actually give them any money when they because they walk up and down like the. Well, aisle, the hands like, are full. Well, no, they, they go jug, jug, <laughs> and then they, they put in the two hands, and then they go up and down the aisle, uh, like, after the juggling's done, asking for uh, money from people, going up right. to the windows and asking for money, and that, that's just... So I can speak for myself. I've lived okay. in L.A. for 30 years. I have never seen Jugglers, a street juggler, yeah. ever, ever. How long have you lived here, Em? Uh, like a year and a half. And you've already seen street jugglers. Many. That's unbelievable. It's like at a subway station. Have you guys... You guys have never lived in New York City, right? Yeah, I lived in New York. Okay, you lived in New York? Yeah. So it's like getting people on your subway uh, car that are Playing trying to Playing an get... instrument or yeah. all that kind of stuff, and like, yeah. They have a skill, maybe. They may actually do something pretty well. Yeah. But then you're just like, but I don't feel... I didn't have... I didn't budget this today. I didn't budget to have... The juggler budget. But you didn't have... You don't have to feel obligated to give anything. I will say, I kind of respect the creativity. Like, instead of... Yeah, listen, and it is what it is, but there's we obviously have a homelessness issue. Guy with a hat. And somebody that's waiting at a stoplight, and maybe they just have a sign, if you can help, great, something, whatever the case yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. They're actually doing something yes. to see if that a little more garners a little bit more exactly. attention. It's exactly. a little bit different. 
I don't mind seeing if I if I got a juggler Respect when I'm going hustle. home. I'm yeah. kind of okay with that. Bergman, how long have you lived? You've lived I've, in LA my your entire whole life. life. I was born in have Los Angeles. Have you ever seen a juggler? Not one time ever. Ever. Period. Ever. I actually want to know where this guy is because I want to go see you him. You want to take that route home? I yeah, do. I do. I, I will take it home juggler. today. Will you pay him? Okay, so. No, but I want to <laughs> see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, right off like the Normandy exit uh, from the freeway. Okay. So it's a. Yeah, so. Off the 101? I'm yes. in. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, we're all headed there. I'm, I'm going. I'm all I want to see the- By the way, this will be <laughs> the highest there, gross day for them because we're exactly. promoting that oh, they are performing. They're going to kill it. Let's do a remote. I really, there. I really hope he's there because yeah, everybody's going. It there made now. me think of Red Panda because Red Panda. Oh, does everybody know who Red, Red Panda is? I, I met love her Red and Panda. I tossed her bowls. You tossed Red Panda yes, so bowls? I was a oh, promotional assistant for uh, UVA Athletics. Okay. And so one time, uh, you know, Red Panda goes through all the different uh, arenas. And so one time she came to UVA, and I was uh, chosen as the promotional assistant to be one of the old throwing her um, bowls. And it was a really big task because you got to throw it right, you know? Red Panda is the greatest halftime show in history. This It's this lady on a really, really, really tall unicycle, if you mm-hmm. haven't seen her, and she puts bowls on her feet and then she kicks them up into the air and they land on her head. Yep. And sometimes the bowls get to, I mean, there's like... 20 bowls on her head that she her somehow... Her balance going back and forth. By the, b- believe it or not, I think Sports Illustrated had a story on her I believe a couple it. years back. Yeah. ESPN yeah, has like a like a, a feature on her. Yeah. So when you were giving the bowls, were these like special bowls? Did they have anything different about the bowls that They're made sticky. it easier? Were they <laughs> like, yeah, sticky? Like, that mm. stick them on the bowls? Uh, they were pretty lightweight. Um, yep. No, but there's nothing sticky about them. Were they, they like porcelain bowls? Were they, they were porcelain. plastic? They were Berg, like, I like that you were suspicious well, right out the gate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that oh, not, yeah. No, no, yeah. something's going Pintar, on here. Okay. They, Rosin they pan is not real. <laughs> they, they could definitely break. Um, it's but they a were fugazi. Just, they, they, were light, they were lightweight, <laughs> fugazi for sure. panda. <laughs> um, and they were easy to throw and all that good Yeah, thing. yeah, Red Panda's best halftime show. Best halftime show. All right, so Normandy off the 101. There's oh, yeah. Yeah. a juggling yeah. act that <laughs> Emily is afraid of. I mean, yeah. honestly, Sleo, if you want to come with me, we can go to Normandy together. Okay, do you guys do you guys like the... I, I actually ran into this a couple days ago. might have been over the weekend. The signs, right? Somebody with a sign, and they're spinning trying to get attention. Sign. Spinning, doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. So th- there's this girl doing it. I was... Um, where was I? I was down, I think, Encinitas area. I was going down to San Diego. And this girl is doing it, and I don't even know what she was promoting, but she had the biggest smile on her face. Yeah. She had headphones on and she was dancing. Nice. And I'm like, that's the greatest thing ever. Look at her. Nice. She's literally spinning a sign. Yeah. She's completely happy with it. She's having a good time. I don't mind that. Like, I kind of I kind of like when they're dancing, doing whatever they're doing. Sure. Then you got the one that's like, I'm not doing anything. Just going to stand there. I'm going to hold the sign like and I will lump. give zero. Terrible look on my face. Zero I can't energy believe to it. my life has devolved into holding a sign. Okay. So I mentioned this to. Trav and Taylor and Emily, did I tell you that I got my my cars getting worked on? No, I uh, well, I heard you got into a wreck. Right? Okay, here's what happened. Here's what happened. this was a while back. Did you right? call Jacob? I did not know because I have nobody to call against. Oh, um, so this was just on your own. I'm driving down. I'm like in Irvine area. I'm on the five. Okay. There's a motor home to my right. Got it. One of the big motor homes, and then a smaller car to its right. To my left is the carpool lane. So. Just out of nowhere, these two cars kind of start swerving towards me. I have no idea what's going mm. on. I'm like, my vision is blocked here. I'm right, right. Just minding my own business, paying my taxes on time. You sure, know? Just exactly. A, a normal citizen here. Yeah. And then I just see, just I have no chance to react. There's a tire just coming uh, straight from my car. No. Tire rolling. Yeah. I mean, it's going. So I don't know whose car it came off of, whatever the case is. But this is a day after Thanksgiving. So tire hits the right side of my car. Damn. Goes off and goes wherever it goes. <laughs> I, I drive. I drive directly to an auto body shop. Again, the day after Thanksgiving. Okay. Directly to an auto body shop. I still went a good hour and a half, and I, my car was probably not prepared for an hour and right. a half. But we are going to go down. I get uh, nobody's calling me. I get nothing. I'm getting so no the body updates. shop doesn't call you. I called the body shop finally yesterday. Yeah. And it was kind of like wait a uh, minute. This goes all the way back to Thanksgiving, and you haven't talked to the body shop. I'm paying for a rental car on a daily basis. Granted, State Farm's paying for some of it, but sure. I'm paying for the rest of it. Um, body Shop's not giving me any idea. I finally called them yesterday. I'm like, guys, uh, what's going on with the car? And it was just a coincidence. Ah, oh, we just got the we just got all the pieces in. Ah, oh, we just man. got all the pieces in. That's a long time, and it's still not coming for 
They said at the earliest, the end of next week. So that's like three weeks. If not the following week, we're talking about a month. Damn. What's going on here, man? Damn. That's rough, man. What's going on here with That these? is rough. I didn't know the now auto you got to be shops. more demanding, man. I would be on that phone every day, say, what's the story on my car? So we had somebody tweet us that said, you have to call the body shop and say, hey, guys, enough's enough. I'm picking up my car tomorrow. There you go. I like that guy. Problem is, it's in San Diego. Like, I'm not going to actually go down there to pick up the car tomorrow right, or the next right. day or anything like that. Damn. Yeah, I don't know. So you've been carless. Well, you got a rental. Got a rental car. Just working with a rental car, but uh, not exactly the best situation. I, I don't know if you got how you guys are with the rental cars. I'm not supposed to clean the rental car, right? It's just I pay no attention. I give no <laughs> love to the rental car. <laughs> Throw all your trash in the back. Exactly. It's a coffee rental. stains everywhere. Yeah, I yeah. know I've spilt coffee. Just in the destroy car. it. No scratches on the outside, right? Wait, do you no. have the insurance? I have. The insurance is a scam. It, it is, is a scam. scam. No, I said I don't want the insurance. I'm getting it through my insurance. Correct? Oh, okay, right. Okay, so yeah. that makes a difference because if you get their insurance, you can do whatever you want to the car. Yeah. You yeah, can but that run is, it off the road if you want. That is a scam. Every time you go rent a car, they're like, do you want insurance? I'm like, well, that's what I that's what I pay my insurance for. Yeah, right, for. right. But for them, it's just on top of whatever it is. So years and years ago, my very first trip to Europe, I must have been... I don't know, maybe 21 years old, 22 years old, something like that. And I landed in London and I said, okay, I'm just going to rent a car. Mm -hmm. But I was very nervous about driving on the other side of the road. So I took all of the insurance, okay. right? Everything that they offered, I'm like, I'm in a foreign country. I'm driving on the wrong side of the road. You basically all that stuff. bought half of the car Correct. for this insurance. Yeah. And within three hours, I totaled it. Oh my. Snapped the axle on that car when I hit a gigantic curb, totaled that car. Oh, no. Yeah. So And walked away. Didn't have to pay So insurance thing. covered <laughs> Insurance covered the whole thing. thing. It's like the one time I did it, I, I totaled the car. I snapped the axle driving into a what they would call a petrol station, a gas station, and there was this great big curb, and I was lost because you're driving on that side instead of this side. Totaled. I used to buy it all the time. I don't buy it anymore. Yeah, I don't buy the insurance. Do you buy the insurance? The no. extra insurance? Absolutely not. But uh, but you have you been to Costa Rica, Lee? I have not been. You have obviously. Yes, I have. You, so when you did you rent a car no. when you were there? Okay, so we rented a car when we were in Costa Rica this last year, and they make you get insurance. Oh, actually, there you have no, no choice. There's no I think choice. Mexico over it. was the same thing. Right, it's because it's the, you have to have their insurance for because of the the country laws and all those things. And if you talk to if something happens to the car, they won't come pick it up and they won't do anything. In another in another country, insurance. I'm okay with buying. Yeah, their in insurance. another country, sure, I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, I think I want every safeguard I can possibly get. But they're putting everything on that car. Don't just don't even get the car. Find other ways around. Yeah, I just took a you know got a a jeep to take us to the how weird been way, to the place way driving on. on the other side. I've never driven on. The oh, other side. it's it's freaky. It is. I, I mean, honestly, and not only are you on the other side of the road, you're also on the other side of the car. It is so freaking. Yeah, that confusing. would take that would take a second. Causes accidents. It take what's that? I said it causes accidents. Oh yeah, yeah. Obviously. So all right, let's uh, let's do this. I, I know we want to get into. Trav and I were talking. Yeah, about, you're, I want to get you. I, I want to do a factor opinion. cap, or I want to do like, hey, did you see? Is hey, did, did you see? see is there more? Hey, did Taylor, you see? Taylor, if you got stuff? a couple, I mean, if if he's got some, he got can do it. A little extra. Hey, did you see? Twelve thirty. See. Twelve thirty. See if you can come up with some of that stuff. But I want to get your guys' thoughts. Because I also have a question about green bubbles in a little bit. Go ahead. Oh Trav, boy, you're still on that. No, no, but it's with you now. Oh, interesting. Okay. Trav and I were talking a little bit about the Dodgers are doing this offseason. I want to get you guys' thoughts on it because it is different than what the Dodgers have done in the past. Usually mm -hmm. their name is everywhere. They're bringing guys in. Trav kind of – he has a theory of what he thinks they're doing. Yes. Big picture for the Dodgers. We can do that coming up next. Stay right here. Uh, Travis and Sleeva Show. Mace filling in for T-Raj. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, I guess we're back. Uh, Travis and Sliwa show. Trav is on his way to go do the pregame show. Mason in here filling in. Berg in the house as well. Uh, Emily is uh, on the way as well. Can I make a quick observation? Yeah, yeah, please. Please. So, do you notice this show, Bergman, you'll notice, Mm -hmm. is much more low-key. Very low key. Very low key compared. I mean, like compared to ours, this is this is like smooth jazz, man. This is like <laughs> this is like Kenny G. What we do is we're like shot out of a cannon and acting like crazy people for three hours. So if this is smooth jazz, we're out of a cannon. What is Sedano and Cap? Sedano and Cap is uh, God. You know, I'll I'll say this is reggae. Okay, reggae. Oh, that fits that. sleep. That's yep. great. That fits. Sleep. I'll say uh, our show is. Are you guys like a rock band? We're like an alt rock. Classic rock. Cla- oh. <laughs> Damn, classic rock. I and mean, we kind of are John's favorite. I mean, you're talking about like six. No, you know what we constantly. are? We're Jack FM. Okay, Jack FM. I'll right. Think, yeah. They and, play what they want. And those guys are uh, 98.7. Experimental, maybe? Oh, yeah. They're a little bit They're a little bit more on the- 98.7, you know, you know, that whole thing. More hip, more like- Do you like listen to a lot of the music stations in town? Sleep? Not no, I don't. I, I'm going to guess you don't. No, I, I, here's the funny thing. I don't because- I don't know, everything's just been, you just stream whatever platform you use, you get all your music He's there. He's got Pandora. And, oh, right, you got Pandora. I forgot. Paying four ninety nine a month the last here. man with I'm Pandora. I'm paying four ninety nine a month here. Yeah. I got to get my you. money's worth. What's your green bubble situation over there? So, okay, so you are a weird person decided that, I'm just going to go get an iPhone Pixel. or not I'll get a Pixel. I'll get a Pixel. Why? I think I, I, saw, know. I, think I, I saw one NBA commercial, and it was iPhone Pixel. I'm like, all right, that works. There are a lot yeah, of commercials for, for like Pixel. a Google Pixel, whatever it is. But I, I still, you. every time I ask you why did you get it, you don't give me an answer. Yeah, you just I say, don't, but, I don't know. Well, I think you're looking for this like well thought out. It was like a three-year plan yes. that I had, and I, yeah. uh, it wasn't that. It was just... Let's try, let's try something different. I've what? had the iPhone. You were you mentioned the BlackBerry, yeah. Which by oh, the way, Blackberries is OG. were awesome. That is that they is were an the OG best. phone. Yeah, um, you could type so easy in a BlackBerry. Oh, it was a full, full thing. And you Q- said the, the scrolling, right? The ball or whatever. Yeah, the, in the, the little ball scroll on the side. ball. Yeah. Great. That so awesome. I that was the last phone. Ever since then, everything's been an iPhone. And it's not like I have anything against an iPhone. Just try something different. And if I don't like it, all right. Couple years goes by and you get back to the iPhone. There's there's a lot of things that I like to change. It's never my phone. I've never been like you know what I think. It's I don't time like to any change, change my phone. I don't like any change at all. Which I'm not much of a I'm not much of a like big change type of person. But sometimes no, you, you seem throw like, a little curveball in there. I don't like change. Ireland hates change. Oh yeah. Ireland wants everything to be the same. And I I think he lives his life in a very ordered way. Right. Very He's, much in the nineties. Very very much now. For for me, I don't I don't like I don't like things to change. Like I I don't change brands of things that I use. Like I've I went and got a thing of deodorant today. It's the same deodorant I probably used for twenty five okay, years. Same I'm, tooth. Oh, uh, don't ever change your same deodorant. toothpaste what for twenty five years. Aquafresh. <laughs> I mean, I I use the exact same stuff all the time. So I don't like to grocery change stuff store. Up. You're going to the same place. Same grocery store. Same pharmacy. All that stuff. Same, same foods. Same, same foods. Everything. Everything. So everything. Well, I will say this: you said you don't. If you do do change, it's not going to be a phone. This is not a small change. Like there's a lot that I'm realizing over this, and I'm okay with it. It's all good. But there's a lot that goes into changing your phone to a complete. I mean, it is for how often we use our phones. Yes. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, well, that button's not the same. Oh, so I do got to call Disney and reset my, get a new email. Yeah, all uh, that all stuff there. that goes along with I did it. not, I did, and I did this on purpose, did not take all my old contacts and put it into the new phone. Why? I have, so how long have you had an iPhone? Uh, since 2008 or whenever they started them. I had them right at the beginning. So every time you're just importing, right? Yeah. I'm assuming you're importing. Import- and, well, and, it just automatically migrates to the new phone. Okay. I have... So many, and a lot of it was on the sales side, on the business side. We used to put everything into our, you know, you have your contacts, this. I have so many contacts that have nothing to do with me at all anymore. I'm now just saying, all right, let me, the the actual people that I do communicate with on a daily basis, 
I'll just take those on my phone. And all the other ones, if I need it, I got my old cell phone. I just put the number yeah, in. I, see, I store it. We went through the who's the most famous person in your phone conversation uh, last week. And the weirdest thing, because this is, again, I've been importing contacts and importing contacts um, was uh, I, years ago I interviewed Michael Caine, the actor Michael Caine, probably the biggest name in my. But what are what am I ever going to do with Michael Caine's phone number? <laughs> like, would you would you pop hey, him? Hey, uh, Michael. Hey, Michael. Michael. <laughs> Happy up? Thanksgiving. Exactly. <laughs> it's so weird. I was actually I was looking through the B's in my phone today for whatever reason. I don't remember exactly what it was for. And I typed in and I found Bill Burr. For some reason, Bill Burr. I have Bill Burr Great in here. Comic. I have That's no idea one. why I have Bill Burr. I have no idea when I would ever have put his number in my phone. But apparently, Bill Burr's number is in here. I don't know why. It's yeah, it's just it's so random. It's, it's so one. random. It's a, yeah, but it's a great one. I actually love that. So one. So what's the green bubble thing? So the green bubble thing is you, Mace. What so is weird. it? Obviously, you have one now, Sliwa, which is a very strange thing. But you're on a green bubble now. I don't know why you are. In our group text from Steve Momo, uh, Steve Momo and Jorge, yep. you're green bubbled. Mm. You, you have is, somehow... First of all, Mace, what happened? I'm very embarrassed. I'm embarrassed <laughs> you to should be a green be. bubble. You um, are. You've made us into green bubbles. My, I don't know why. My phone is acting where it's like I tried to use the order ahead at Starbucks and it yeah. said you're not on the right network or something. I don't know what's going on. When you text me separately, it's coming from your email. Oh, yeah, it's a mess. That's it. I'm what? done with this phone. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Go get a Pixel. I got a guy. Pixel. I got a guy. I'm switching. I got I'm a switching. guy. Yeah. And the guy is Google. Yes. And it's Google. not one person. Yes. I actually didn't notice. I didn't know they have their own service, too. So oh. it's their own service. It's not Verizon. It's not AT&T. Mm, it's, I didn't know that. It's Google. Yeah. So. That's weird. I also have a question. This might be yeah. a stupid question, but is Google Pixel, do they use the cloud, or is that just a... Is that just an iPhone thing? Everybody uses the cloud. Everybody uses that's yeah, not everybody. Just, So that's not just an Apple Amazon thing. uses the cloud. Uh, Android uses the... Every, it's just one so big you, cloud. Okay, I so don't you, know where, you know... The cloud it, I have exists. no idea how it works, but I know it's up there. Okay, so when you if I went to a Pixel, I could just take everything off my cloud and put it into there. And put it in there, okay. yeah. yeah. I didn't, I Are didn't you know. considering? Never, I mean, you, no, absolutely no. not. You've not never in my life. whatsoever. No, that's my deal breaker, man. All right, what did you guys take of the Padres deal for... Uh, Bogarts, it's eleven years, two hundred and eighty million dollars. I know I'm, I'm, I could speak from it from my perspective. Trav and I already talked about it. Yeah, I heard you guys kind of mixed it. I, I thought there was a little, yeah, there was a little there. tension yeah. there. There was a little tension there. Trav was like, "You're wrong about these three things," and it's right, like, and he just kept listing them, them down. <laughs> he just kept listing them down. But what, what's your guys' thoughts? I, I know the Dodgers. I think it's more of a surprise if you saw the Dodgers do some type of deal like that. Be like, yeah, that goes against a lot of what they've done in the past. Mm -hmm. That goes against their theory and their philosophy of we'll pay more for shorter years. We'll try to get the best. Correct. We'll pay you, but we don't want to have seven, eight, ten years on your contract. Mookie an exception, but Mookie at an age where it's worth that exception. What would you take of the Bogarts deal? I think it's uh, too long and too much. Um, I, I mean, I'm looking at their deals. Uh, Bogarts is 11 years, 280. Mm-hmm. Tatis is 14 years, 340. Machado is 10 years, 300. If you just take those three contracts, it's a billion dollars. They've got a billion dollars locked up in those three guys, and they haven't signed Juan Soto yet. Yep. And I think that number is going to start with a five. So it's one thing to win the the press conference, which is, I am, you know, there's uh, all hail. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure Padre fans are thrilled by this. And if you look at their potential lineup, uh, Tatis and left, Soto and right, yep. Machado at third, Probably. Bogarts at four, at, at four, at shortstop. I mean, that's Tatis, Soto, Machado, Bogarts is an unbelievable mm. top four in the lineup. Mm. At the same time, I think what Travis was saying was right. The reason you have a farm system is either to use those pieces to bring in new talent uh, via trade or to actually give them a chance to play. Because one of the things you said is that this is not very Dodgery. The reality is if you look around the Dodgers roster, a lot of this talent, they've come through Mm -hmm. the farm system. So I think that the Dodgers, that Andrew Friedman, et cetera, have got to be really, really uh, solid on guys like Miguel Vargas and Michael Bush and James Altman. I think those guys are going to play a real role. And I don't know if Travis's point is wrong. Maybe it is a good time to mix it up. Maybe it is a good time to bring some some fire and some fight to the dugout. I think he used the word 
uh, volatile. Mm-hmm. Uh, some some it's it's not just show up to work every day. It's just another baseball game. I thought I thought that was a that was a point that's right on. Now, does this make Dodger fans feel good? Probably not. I mean, I think you'd like to have one big splashy signing. I don't know that that's going to be there this year. Um, and I do think that in ten years, I mean. 11 years is a long time. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, a very long it's time. It's a crazy – it's it's a – for him to be 30 years old Yep. and you're giving him 11 years. Now, I, I, I'm I not mean, – 41-year-old Xander I, Bogarts is going to be patrolling shortstop for the Padres? No opt-out, no trade clause, the whole deal. I don't think that – I don't think anybody, even if you're a Padre fan, I don't think anybody's saying, well, that's a good deal. Right. I think there's the excitement of saying – what could the next couple years look like for the Padres? Right. He gave an example I thought was interesting that the Rams said F them picks. Right? Correct, yes. Rams said F them picks. And they cashed out and they got a Super Bowl. Yes, they did. And if they didn't get that Super Bowl, it's a much different conversation. But they got the Super Bowl. Right. They won a Super Bowl. If they don't win, and I'm not telling you that this is going to happen. I'm not telling you this is a strategy. If they don't win a Super Bowl or get back to the get back to a Super Bowl for 10 years, Mace, you can still say they won a Super Bowl. Not many teams can say that. Yes. And I think that's what the Padres are trying to do in this short window. Now, I don't know if an 11-year Bogarts contract justifies that. Who's Fernando Tatis in 14 years, in a decade and almost a decade and a half? But I I think the Tatis thing, I'd be more okay with that because he's so young. He's very young, yes. At least you feel like, okay, there's a tremendous amount of upside. Contracts are getting so much more that his contract probably won't look that bad in five or six years or whatever the case is. The Bogarts deal is top money for somebody who's 30 years old. I almost wonder if they're doing all this because they don't have a good feeling about re-signing Juan Soto. It's not even just Juan Soto. Do you Machado's know Machado's got an opt-out next he has year? Opt-out next year. Yeah, he does. Uh, so you could t- possibly lose Machado next year, mm-hmm. and then Soto, Soto the, the year after, or or you you, you got to think could. Machado's yeah, going right. to opt out, and he's going to want more money. No, 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 he's he will one hundred percent opt out, and like you just said, he's going to get crazy, crazy money. Oh yeah. But can I can I go back to one thing here? Sure. Just the right. mere fact. The mere fact that there is a conversation and not, you know, I think for the Dodgers and Dodger fans, it's very easy to have these conversations. It's the best run franchise in baseball. Sure. It's, yes, it, it is. It really is. They give themselves an opportunity every single year to win. It is really odd to see the San Diego Padres doing what they're doing. Peter Seidler must have a lot of dough, man. He's over there in Beverly Hills and he's shelling out cash like crazy. I mean, they were in on. Judge, they made a huge offer. Yep, Turner, Trey Turner, they made a huge offer. I mean, they're just, they got money burning a hole in their pocket right now. I don't know where the money's coming from, but that's. Well, that's he's a like a hedge fund. I mean, he's one of the richest owners in uh, Major League Baseball. So that's that's where it's coming from. Okay, um, go to break here real quick. I want to get your guys' thoughts on Shohei. Okay. There's a there's a theory out there that maybe the Dodgers are saving money for an opportunity at Otani. Do that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeve Show. Mace filling in for T Raj, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. They got the game on in the background here. Lakers and the Raptors. That's one I want to relive. So good. Oh, I want to watch that game over I mean, in that third quarter. Mmm. You know what I'm talking about, right, Bert? Yeah, we were right in there. It was fantastic. We were only down 22 after the one. third. This guy just put his head up, no idea. He said, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know you're talking. We're talking about the Laker game and how they were down so deep in the, in the Such a quarter. good, such a good game. Yeah, did you enjoy it? It was, it was fun. 
It was fun. Post game, boy, they were depressed on. The, oh, I, I, how was your post game? Might have yeah. been Sad. one of the best um, post games I've ever done. It yeah. was just there was so much energy there. You yeah. Know what Do I mean? you think it will match balls. tonight's Rams post game? Because <laughs> I, I'll tell you, the bet of the week is bet the Raiders on the money line. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the spread is anymore. I think but, it's seven. We just did our picks. But it seven is seven now. It is essentially a preseason game for. Is the Rams. it seven? Is that what we? Was that what it was Taylor? when we did our picks? Yeah, it was. I think seven. Yeah, that's uh, seven. I think the Raiders are going to win that game going away. I would love for that to be the case. Yeah, I mean the They'd Rams aren't seven. The Rams aren't right playing anybody. I mean, may, I I say throw Baker Mayfield out there just for the fun of it. Just, just make it interesting. He's got to play, right? I mean, what's well, the difference I don't know. John Wolford him? is questionable. Uh, uh, what's the difference between him and Bryce Perkins? Or no, the, questionable pro- the problem John is he's Wolford. been here for forty-eight hours. What right, does it matter. That's it's the, be a dumbed that's, down offense. No, but that's the problem. The problem like, is that Wolford knows the offense, and he literally got here. Um, does he know the offense? Wolford? Yeah. Oh yeah, they they were in it with Seattle. Uh, uh, that was their one of their best games last year. Uh, last uh, of the year was last week. Against it really Seattle was, with Wolford, which is kind of crazy to say they lost at but home they to looked, the Seahawks. They and it looked was credibly their best loss of the season. Yeah, or it best was game of the season. That was the best loss in a while. All right, what's your guys' theory on this, Berg? I, I know. I, Go ahead. I know you told me about this. We were getting some coffee, and you're throwing in the whole Otani theory. What's the theory here behind if the Dodgers are look right out the gate? Like, just be realistic with this. And maybe I'm putting too much stock in Tyler Anderson. Fair. They lost Tyler Anderson. Mm-hmm. Trey Turner is a Philadelphia Philly. Andrew Heaney, Tommy Canely, Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger. There's some players that are no longer on this team, and I'm not saying do the exact same. There is a good case to be made. Mix it up a little bit. Now, the mix it up a little bit earlier in the week was go get Correa. That was the mix it up. But I'm talking about how they don't – let's just say this is this is what, what it's looking like. They can make some changes here and there. What's your theory that you were trying to explain about Otani? That basically the Dodgers are going to get under the luxury tax. They're not going to sign anybody all that big. They're, They're seventy million under right now, and they don't have to go. They don't. No reason to have the luxury go over the luxury tax for a third or fourth year. I don't know, Mermace, if you remember. Yeah, third no. Or there's fourth. a repeater tax that gets more and more. Yeah, it's difficult. Six, it's sixty percent if you do it three years or more. Yeah. So that's a and that's a pretty massive number. So they're trying. It sounds like they're trying to get underneath it, especially with not signing Bogarts, and then. They're going to save it all and just be like, okay, a dangerous Dodgers team under the luxury tax, having the ability to go way over it next year and going after Otani and saying, here, you get the world. I'm trying to be optimistic, but I feel like the Padres might be the favorites to win the division this year. Well, this year, yeah, I wouldn't. Would you? Would you? Agree? I would probably agree with that. Yeah, but like we have to remember still that this which Dodgers is kind, team- which is which is kind of, and I think this is why I point this out. That's not a normal Dodger offseason. That's all. I'm not no. saying that they're not stacked. I'm not saying that they don't have a lot of players. I'm just saying that when's the last time you saw an offseason for the Dodgers where somebody else was actually making the splash where, you know, obviously they got Freddie Freeman and then the, the trade for Trey Turner and Max Scherzer. It's always the Dodgers making the splash. Sure. Last trade deadline, it's the Padres. Go get Juan Soto. And then this year they go make another acquisition. To even have them be the favorite to go win the division – that's different for the Dodgers. I'm not saying good, bad, or anything. That's just not normal. Yeah, I'd be curious what Vegas says. Does Vegas say the Padres are? I can look. It will up. be favored to win the division. I mean, I the Dodgers. Look, I have Andrew Friedman is the smartest guy in baseball, and they have put together a great organization, top to bottom, from scouting to analytics, all of that stuff. Everything. Um, prospects, I, tr- prospects, everything. Farm system, you know, always best farm system in baseball. Taking players from somewhere else and making them good, and then they go sign a contract somewhere else with the Angels, and, and they're they back signed for three years, and, and the Angels are going to already regret it at the end of this year. So, as of November sixth, so those two days ago, before the whole Bogarts thing, the Dodgers were plus five hundred, and the Padres were plus fourteen hundred. The Dodgers are the betting favorite as of two days ago. As of two days ago, so pre. Yeah, I don't know. The, Is that the after Bogarts. Trey? When did Trey sign? Yeah, Trey. Trey signed, yeah, he he signed with Philly. Right. This is only Bogarts, really. So if mm-hmm. Bogarts, you really think it's going to push him up that much further that they'd be cl- over the Dodgers? I don't. I mean, I look at that one, two, three, four, and I'm like, damn, it's really good. That is and a really and, good one, two, three, four. We had a great one, two, three last year with Turner and Freeman and Betts, but this is probably worth as well. Two, three, There's some other some other names as well that sure. don't get as much uh, as much pub. Do you do you believe what he's saying about the the go all in look? There's superstars in sports, and then there's Shohei Otani. Like right. there's there's a there's another level that Otani is in. Yes. And listen, if you said that 
the Dodgers were preparing for. They they don't have control of who's going to take over the Angels. They don't have control of what that pitch is going to look like from a new owner that comes in and says, Otani, trust me. And by the way, me. Manfred said he thinks that deal is going to be done by the opening day. opening day, yeah, for the Angels. They don't have control over that stuff. No. But what the Dodgers do have is what you just said. Go look around Major League Baseball. If you want to win, there's only a few franchises that you're saying they win every single year. I'm not saying they win World Series every year, but they're in the mix every single year. If you're looking for as much money as you could possibly make, you think the Dodgers would shortchange a Shohei Otani? That's not going to happen. It's not going to be possible because the Mets are going to be in it. The Yankees are going to be the in Red it. Sox the Red Sox probably. are going to be in it. I mean, everybody's going to be in that thing. They've got to be prepared to go past $500 million for Shohei do, Otani. Do you think this is, what they're, they're, this is in the back of their mind that, hey, let's not get into these, reset the, the tax like you just mentioned. Let's not try to put ourselves in a position where we're hand-tied. I don't think the Dodgers are going to give Bogarts an 11-year deal. That's no. not going to no, happen. That's never something do that the it. Padres would. Yeah, would never do it. I think this sets up for a potential, they're thinking about Otani and what that, that, that possibility can be. Yeah, I mean, you know, sources, multiple reporters, all that kind of stuff say, they're targeting Otani, and he is, as you said, one of one, and he is going to be a $500 million-plus player. So I, I think that's where the Dodgers are focused. I almost wonder, you know, I, the Angels could make an unbelievable deal with the Dodgers for Otani. I don't think they would ever trade Otani to the Dodgers. That's what I told That's what I told uh, Trav. Trav said, if it's the best deal out there by far – he thinks that you got to just take care of your organization. I get what he's saying. I, I'm with you. I, I, can you imagine the Angels trading aren't they the just, single most fascinating, exciting player in the game to the Dodgers where they're going to have to hear about him? He's going to be in the same market day after day, season after season. I don't see that happening. I don't either. I don't either. I don't see why not, though. I mean, look, it's, it's not going to be Artie Moreno anymore, so he would never do it. Artie Moreno would never, ever, ever trade with the Dodgers. But if some other some other big-name te- guy comes in, and P- Joe Lacob, whoever it happens to be that becomes the o- Angels' owner, maybe he does it. He's like, I want to f- fix this franchise. We're going to move Otani. He's not going to resign here most likely anyway, so might as well just get as much as I possibly can. And if the best deal is with the Dodgers... Don't you think? Don't you think they would take a little less than the best deal to make sure that he went somewhere else? Yes, I, I, I do. do. I think so too. I, I, mean, I really do believe it's petty that. and it's, it is petty. it's weird and it's short sighted and it's all that stuff. But we like where we sit here today. The only time we talk about the Angels is when something negative is happening because there's not really much positive to talk. Well, about. Well, no, you know what it is. We talk about him when Otani does something great. We would never talk about him again if they got rid of Otani. Imagine the face of that Trout. franchise, Trout. But even you know, I, Trout's been Trout's. Uh, I for whatever reason, I mean, he's had some injury issues, yeah. and he he's. I don't know how old he is, but does it feel like he's peaked or is? I mean, he had a game, the top he had a mountain? stretch last year where he had like eight home runs in eight games or something along those and you, lines. And you don't, you know what's funny. I, we didn't bring it up until it was seven games. It was seven home runs in seven games. That's what it was. And we didn't bring it up until the seventh home run of the seventh <laughs> game because we didn't know about it. But right. I, I think the— but you're not going to bring up Otani until the sixth run, the sixth home run in the sixth game or whatever No, Otani you're bringing up, he's— If he hits five six, home runs in a row, you're not going to like, oh, you might mention it, but that's it. No, no, no. Otani, Otani's been brought up a lot the last couple years. Yeah, by the way, I withdraw everything I said about Mike Trout. 283, 40 homers, 80 RBIs. Yeah, that's no, he's dumb. still one of the best he only, players. He only played 108, 119 games. That it, was the issue. It, it's time. not that Mike Trout's not producing is— do we, okay, He's not exciting. You, you've been here longer than anybody. Yeah. How much have you talked about Mike Trout in the last five years? Has it been a lot? MVP voting time? Yes, but no. He's not a player that moves the needle in the way that Otani does. Otani, to a great degree, put the Angels on the map in Los Angeles. The, hmm. the Angels 
You disagree with that? I don't think that he did. I don't think they oh, put the Angel on the Oh, we talked about Otani all the Berg, time. We talked about him a lot too. Right, you also, and it was it was the worst, arguably the worst franchise in and baseball. And the Angels have been a joke for years, and they're still a joke. So that's why I don't think they're on the map yet. We talk about Otani, we don't talk about the Angels. So saying that Otani yeah, could have been Angels, a Blue Jay, right? It didn't matter. Wherever Otani was, we were going to talk about him. But the fact that he's an Angel didn't make all of a sudden the Angels a bigger topic for us. Sure, it did. Not really. I never, I never talked about the Angels. Right, but you're I talking about literally you're, you're still not talking about the Angels. You're talking about the, you're talking about Otani or Trout. You're talking about specific players. But they are Angels. Right, but you're How is that not talking about the Angels like, if I'm like talking Ta- about players like Taylor on the said, Angels? That doesn't make was, any sense. Well, no, because it's like Taylor said, if he was a Blue Jay, you would still be talking about Otani because of the type of player that he is and what he can do. But at, at the him. start of the conversation, the point was the Angels are only relevant here because of Otani. Yes, correct. And that the Angels taking the only thing that's made them relevant over these last couple years and making a deal with the Dodgers. Moving the Dodgers, the, the, the best the the best run organization that gets so much you know, you look at the marquee franchises in all the sports, Dodgers are one of them, and you take that it's taking LeBron James to the Lakers. Like you cannot that would be my comp, actually. It's like you're taking the best player in the league and putting him on the most popular franchise in the league. Yes. You can question the Yankees or whatever you want, and the Angels would be responsible for that. It's, Correct. It's, I, I just I find I, that very difficult to believe that they would do that. I get it, but it's kind of like with AD when when he left uh, New Orleans. He basically he didn't say it out loud, but he was only going to go to the Lakers if Ot- if Otani. Oh well, no, anything. I think Rich Paul said it out loud. No, he he might, engineered he might that entire. But, that, but deal. that's but if, different. But Otani, that's, a, that's a different conversation. Like, I'm going to wait until the end of the year. Yes. If I'm going to wait to the end of the year, he's going to sign with whoever he wants. He probably the Dodgers anyway. So but that, would that's you then a different conversation. Him? If if Otani was actively saying, guys, you could trade me wherever you trade me to the Red Sox. I'm only going to be there for half a season. Right. And then I'm going to the Dodgers. Trade me to the Yankees. Trade me to the Cubbies. I'm only I when I'm a free agent, I'm signing with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah. That's a different conversation. Well the other the other thing is first of all, I would say there's no guarantee that the Dodgers no, are going to be able not. to sign Shohei Otani. Right? I mean they're not the only ones who are targeting Otani next winter um but i do think that when we get to mid-season and the trade deadline during the course of this coming season the dodgers will have their powder dry and they will be able to trade for without any consideration whatsoever hmm. anybody that's on the market including potentially if the angels want to get off otani kind of sets for uh exciting and again it's with the angels it's not about how they play it's what do they do with otani again otani just kind of dominates the conversation of that franchise okay we got the dump coming up hey, next the dump. I've, ne- I've never gotten to do the dump before. yes yes yeah. wait did you get a couple factor caps or a hey did you see i got a factor cap if you want okay, okay wait good. wait wait for that we'll yeah, do that as well i will okay. do that coming up next stay right here travis and sliwa mace filling in for t raj 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. I was about to say something, Emily, that I I self-edited. Literally, I was getting ready to go. I was... Jeez. I, no, no. I I was going to talk about the dump and, and phrase it in a way. I'm like, nah, I don't think I'm going to do that. I think I think we, you and I, are going to do this segment together. Al is on his way back to the studio to get ready for the uh, Sixers and the, the Lakers uh, pregame show coming up at 3 o'clock after... Mason and Cappy. So they're going to be doing oh, the show together for the first time. I can't wait. They'll uh, they should be here in it's, a minute. It's two alphas going head to head. Like what's going to what's going to happen here? <laughs> so I am picturing like the the Rams, not like the football players, but the the Literal animal. Animal. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> then they're just kind of ramming into each other to see who gets more uh more control of it. I think it's going to work out just great. I think that Cappy yeah. and May should be a, a great show. I'm looking forward to listening. Will you to listen it. to them instead of Silence? I will. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not even doing a bit. Like I'm excited to hear that show. So it's gonna be great. Uh, they should be here very quickly. The Heisman Trophy celebrate, or I should say, um, presentation, is tomorrow, New York City. 
Caleb Williams, of course, is the heavy, heavy favorite going into this. He's won the the Camp Award. He's won the Maxwell Award, the AP Player of the Year Award. Um, and these are all indicators that he's going to win the Heisman Trophy Award. What an amazing that, – that SC, I know that they lost in the, uh, the uh, Pac-12 championship game, but this is what I was talking about a couple of weeks ago where – once this, once he, once you see him up there, once you see the highlight rip of an SC player, oh, they're yeah. going to show Charles White and Marcus Allen, and Carson Palmer, and Matt Leinart, and OJ Simpson, maybe who knows, all of the other guy Reggie Bush that have won these Heisman trophies, and it's like, yeah, here we go again with SC, right? And but also, I'm, I think about what this season was, and like then also what next season's going to be. So obviously, well, presumably Caleb Williams will be back next year. He can't go to the NFL, so he'll be back next year. Well, it felt so much more like. Not a mercenary hire, but he was he he came in and he's, he's not USC, you know. Yeah, yeah. and so it's, it feels different this year. And then also, what if we just get this from Lincoln Riley? We've talked about this before. Just Heisman after Heisman, quarterbacks go to the NFL, but we, and we have that trophy maybe in, in the halls, but nothing of significance in terms of the college football playoff or national championship. Yeah, it, it it'll take a while. I, I don't think that because SC was down for a minute. And by SC terms, down for a long minute. Yeah. That winning Heisman trophies and being in the mix for two, three, four years will be good news. Now it can't yeah. go much beyond that because <laughs> SC, there is no hey, that's a great season. We we went to a good bowl game. It's nuts. Did you win the national championship or not? They're they're the college football equivalent of the Lakers, of the Dodgers, of the Yankees, of the Dallas Cowboys. It's not like they're at the very very top of the pyramid and. Even if you've been down there for a while, once you start to climb back up to the top, you need to get to the very top. So we'll see. I, I, I do think it's interesting what you're talking about, though, that with Caleb Williams, because as someone who's watched SC football for a very, very long time, did uh, the pregame show for them for a couple of years as well, there is a, a different feel between yeah. Marcus Allen and Charles White and Leinart and Bush and these other guys and Caleb Williams. Maybe it'll feel different next year when you get a second season seeing him in that uniform, mm-hmm. but it does feel like he's just kind of coming in here, playing these games, and I happen to play here. This could have happened anywhere. Right. Also, okay, about the Heisman, all four finalists are quarterbacks. Do you have any idea – do you have any um, – would you ever want it to be – you had to have different positions. Only one quarterback's allowed to be a finalist. Do you want it to be not just a quarterback award? I don't know. I I want it to be. I I, I like stars. I like fame. Right. I, I like the the. You know. I don't need it. I don't need a tight end in there. I don't need yeah. a, uh, like, you know, know a, a left guard or anything. But like there's Aiden Hutchinson from last year that was yeah. great, and he's a game changer. You need someone who's a game changer for whatever team you are. It just so happens to be that quarterbacks are the most likely to be game changers. But what, what I want it to be is the best player on one of the best teams. That's yeah. usually the quarterback, but to your point about Hutchinson at Michigan a year ago, right? He was one of the he was the best player on one of the best teams. I'm okay with it in that situation, but this well, we've already got our quarterback, therefore we got to put a running back in there, a wide receiver, or a linebacker, or whatever it might be. I'm okay. I'm okay with doubling up or tripling or quadrupling up on positions. <laughs> also, close your eyes, picture, picture yourself. It's the 2024 draft or whatever draft that Caleb Williams is going to be available. 2024. For. 2024. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. So. What team do you want to see him go for? Obviously, it's going to have to be a team that's not doing very well. So we don't know what NFL is going to not look like Not necessarily. Not necessarily, right? The, the Rams got Jared Goff because they moved up to go get him. They were in the middle of the pack. Right. The Rams traded first-round draft picks to go get Matthew Stafford. If you offer a King's Ransom, you can move up. You, yeah. You know, and, and maybe you can't move up from 29 to the front, but maybe you can. And who so? But in Travis's wildest dreams, let's take the Rams out of it. Who do you want to get Caleb Williams? You want somebody that runs an offense that's dynamic. You get I, I, Kansas City obviously isn't looking for a quarterback, but find a coach that knows what they're doing. You know, it'd be interesting. Yeah. And I hate to say this out loud because I would hate to see him go there because it would be a nightmare. What about San Francisco? I mean, what about that sort of situation? You got the hey. uniform, Mace. Everybody's got the uniform. Cappy's got to change into his uniform along the way. We've got our blue sleeves and our gray vests, and we're ready to go. There you go. Mace is all there. What's that? <laughs> it's like we're going to Catholic school. In it's fact, easy to get up in the morning if you already know what you're going to wear. Absolutely. So Caleb Williams gets his Heisman probably tomorrow. He is a heavy, heavy favorite going into that. He's won every other major award that there is. Hey, Mace, how you doing today? Hey, great, man. Hey, Cappy. Excited. How are you? Turn on your mic, Cappy. Yeah. 
There you go. Yeah, that thing. Hey, that thing. There we go. My first time. So did you guys prep? Are you guys just coming into this thing cold? What are you doing? Cold, I think is the right answer, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, no cold. Problem. You no both problem. looked at each other and leads me to believe that it was cold. I was like, cold. maybe he did some pride. <laughs> yeah. well, he did. Because I know... I know about an F at Friday. Yes. Yeah. On Mason and Ireland. All right. Yeah. You know? So, Anything goes. So given an F at Friday. I like it. You know what I thought to myself? You, you, F it. You strike right. me as an F at Friday kind of guy. Yeah. I think you're, you're giving me that vibe right I am. now. I have. I like the uniform everybody got on. Yeah. Everybody yeah. got on the Under uniform. Under the canopy here, too. A little shady, a little breezy. It's yeah. nice to have a little double layer along the way. Let's do a little super crosstalk. Woo, 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 woo. All right. I want to talk to you guys about the Rams here in just a second. But before we get to the game itself yes where were you guys happen to watch like the open of the broadcast itself like the opening segment where it comes on and they start the thursday night football portion? yes i love the mute the theme music the is theme awesome music yes did you did you pay attention did you really kind of chew on it and see no, what's did, going were on were you in it well let's let's just take a listen okay this is how bad the season has gone for the Rams. They're in the middle of a six-game losing streak. They just lost on a last-second touchdown and i'm pretty sure that that was the best game they've played all season long and wow! My beautiful face, yeah, right there in the middle Did of the Slee whole thing. Did Slee make it, or was it just you? Just me. Oh no, <laughs> no Slee! So wait, when was this all done? So the NFL Films came in and shot it on Monday. Yeah, so they come in on Monday and they shot us for I don't know ten or fifteen minutes. Right, and. I literally forgot that they had done it, or else I would have been talking about it leading up to it yesterday. Make sure you're there. Yeah. I'm in the press box, getting ready to watch the game, and all of a sudden, my phone starts to vibrate and blow up. I'm like, and my mom and my buddies, and all these things, like, did you know that you're going to be on Thursday Night Football? Like, oh my God, I forgot. Wow, this that's gonna awesome. Too. But right out of the shoot. That is so cool. Uh, yeah. And I don't know what sort of magic they use at NFL Films, but they made me look younger, slimmer, and better. Wow. Really? It was a wonderful really? performance. No filters. Hashtag no filters. <laughs> Something. Dude, that's so cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Great. But what's really cool about it is, is that they know that if they're going to do a broadcast in L.A. and they're going to get somebody who's got strong opinions about the Rams, where do we go? You go to me. Yeah. Happy. Go yeah. You, you, you come yeah. to me. Yeah, I was thinking more about ESPN LA, but yes, in this particular <laughs> yeah. instance, but like, like, like they come you to said, you. I'm talking, I, I was thinking about me. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> this is guy. How we do? You guys ready to do this So you today? texted me last night and you said, do you regret selling your, t- oh. Right. Oh. I cannot believe you. Best game uh, of the year. Honestly. I sold my tickets. What is wrong with me? <laughs> I mean, this is the same guy that a week ago I was trying to convince to sell his tickets for the Rams-Seahawks game. That would have been better. Because I was like, Mace, you just had the the Rams on the radio telling the story about, hey, look, we get it. We've lost all these games. We're not very good. We're yep. not really entertaining. Yep. Don't just, you know, give your tickets away or not show up. Let's let's give them to the right people. Right. Let's get And you kind of talked me out of it. Right. And so no, and then you went to that crappy game. Yes, I did. <laughs> and then a Thursday night By the prime way, as time. You said best game they played so far. It was. It yeah. was their best game of the season until last night. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Not well, wait a minute. Game? You told me to not use them. Now you're upset that I did use them. No, I'm upset that you used them last week against the Seahawks. Right. You should have used them this week against the Raiders. Well, thank you. Yeah. No, in <laughs> retrospect, that's exactly what I should why have done. Why did you but not? But you didn't give me retrospect when we were originally talking about <laughs> it. But, but I want to know why you didn't go last night. Why did you not go to the game? <sighs> uh, can I be honest? I did not want to sit with all the Raider fans. Okay. I knew it was going to be, and okay. I was like, I don't want to sit with the Raiders. Obviously, that, you, you know, never thanks know for the happen, honesty. But the moment... <laughs> The moment that it happened, the sad Raider fan was glorious. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. I see. I wish I, like, I remember beating the Niners. Look, in there's the one NFC right there. Beat, there Fergie. it is. Fergie. Shame. And watching everybody Shame. going up the Shame. escalator to leave, Terrific. I was like, oh, I wish I could have seen that. What a magical night. All right, what do me, you think? What do you think hurt a, a Raider fan worse? When they lost to the Colts when Jeff Saturday first got his job? <laughs> or, or does last night. In L.A., Hollywood ending, Baker Mayfield, the quarterback that all of a sudden nobody wants anymore, right? What was more embarrassing to a Raider fan? I, okay, I'm, I'm going to take the first crack at this. Yes. I think it's got to be last night. Absolutely be- Because last night. the Colts, while Jeff Saturday was as green as you could possibly be, the Colts players all played together. They're playing from the same playbook. They got the same assistant coaches. That Jeff Saturday's there with the headset on, but is he? God only knows if he's actually doing anything or not, right? The Colt players are the same. They're healthy. 
Baker Mayfield was on an airplane on Tuesday afternoon flying through. He never saw the playbook. He hadn't been with the team yep. to come in. They have none of their star players on that team. Ben Skoranek was your best wide receiver last yeah, night. Yeah, I heard you talking to Tutu Atwell. Who, Tutu Atwell was great. You know, it was a non-factor for the first two years of his career. No until- Aaron Donald. Well, wait, the funny thing is I was listening to you last week, Mace, and you're like, well, you know, now the thing about the Rams is, you know, they're kind of – they know the season's no, you know, over, so now they can kind of scout out their guys right. and kind of look into what they've got. Auditions. Like, and I'm like, are you out of your mind? All they're doing is limping to the finish line. That's all they're doing. They're not scouting anybody. They're not looking yeah. to see what they've they got. They might have found they're, some, but, Cappy. But I know, but then all of a sudden last night, all, last night I'm like, oh, my God, maybe Mace was right. 2-2 Atwell, Skoranek. Mayfield, by the way, offensive line that's all beat up. Guys got to they got to step up their games. Yep, right. Running game, they may have found out what they probably already knew about Cam Akers. Which, dude, you got to hold on to the ball. I mean, we got a quarterback that yeah. just got here, bro. Yeah, you got to hold on to the ball. Unbelievable. But it, I didn't really think you were right. Yeah, and maybe you might have been. I like everybody who says I'm right. You know, I didn't how say. Do I get I didn't, more did you notice what I said? Right, might have, right may oh, have been. Might have been. They have been. Always take that too. Yes, always go. Well, you said something, Cappy, that. This was the first – last night was week 14, okay? 13th game of the season. It took 13 games before the Rams put the same five guys up front. Yeah. Last night was the same, the, only the second time – or the first time all season where the same five guys were up front. They still weren't great, but they were better than they'd been all season long, yeah. just the, the cohesiveness of it all. But what we saw last night – Really, really, truly take a step back from it yeah. and think about what it was. No, it's amazing. I don't know if there's another coach in the league that even lets Baker Mayfield play last night. Right. Uh, I, I, right. I don't know about that. You don't think so? No, because here's why. I really thought like Baker Mayfield was here to just take the beat down. It's like, hey, look, um, Stafford's not coming back. Every time Wolford goes on the field, the guy gets hurt anyway. We don't really think that much of our third guy. So, you know what? Let this guy take the beat down. I, 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 if this were a week of preparation, I would agree completely. He'd been here for an hour and a half. like I, to, Because you're putting him in a position where there's virtually no chance for right, success. Right. And, and, but how much of this was McVay and how much of it was just pure Baker Mayfield? I mean, he got coached up. The actual up. play talked, itself? Right, no, oh. the, the entire game. I mean, to me, it's Baker Mayfield had been in a whole bunch of different offenses and had learned how to pick up different systems really fast. And apparently this was similar to a system that he'd previously played in and all that stuff. And McVay had confidence only because he was on a Southwest flight to Indianapolis uh, for the combine the year. <laughs> I give I give Mayfield the vast lion's share of the credit yeah. for being able to do it, but... I, I don't know. I don't know that there are more than a very small handful of guys who would say, "All right, go." I know, see, but when see you see what happens, but when you've lost six in a, in a row and your season's over and your quarterback situation is what it is, I would have done the same thing. That's of course if I were an NFL coach, correct? Which have I don't you, know. No, have you applied? Not the I haven't. Not in the cards. It, it, I mean, it's it hasn't been in the cards, but I'm still not going to give up on the dream. Yeah. No. You, you, could, you think you could coach the Raiders? Well, he couldn't yeah, get any no, worse than exactly. what the Raiders did last I, night. I figure if Jeff Saturday can go from the TV set, somebody could pull me off the radio set. You know why not? Absolutely, why not? I think that's totally not going to happen. It, it, as great as it was for the for the Rams last night, the only reason they were able to do what they were doing because the Raiders were idiots. Oh, the, so, the, the, the Raiders tricked that off to such a degree that they needed to do about 30 things wrong for the Rams to have a 1% chance to win that game, and they did all 30 Yeah, I mean, frankly, they, they, they quit scoring, right? I mean, you're up 16-3. to three, You keep scoring. You don't you don't slow down. I think they did take their, their foot off the pedal, and they got Three a little content. points in the second half. Jacobs was out, which I think made a difference in, in the second half of the game. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the, there's something about McDaniel and, and McDaniels and and just, frankly, blowing gigantic leads. What is that, four now, Greg Bergman? Yes. Four big leads yep. that the Raiders have blown Basically, every game they've lost, they lost the big lead in. Right, I think they were the two and four. Was that the number in games that they had yeah, the lead no, in? Yeah, they've been really Double bad. Touchdowns, yeah. yeah. And the worst yeah. one might have actually been Arizona when they were up 20 right. to no, nothing at the half. But, the, no, this was <laughs> worse. <laughs> Because of what happened, and that's a lot of it is on on McDaniel's. Because that was ridiculous, ridiculous. They did. They took their foot off the gas for no reason. And Jacobs kept playing. He kept playing hurt, and they kept handing it off to him. Right, right. It was stupid. You got eleven yards out of Derek Carr in the second half. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You've got Devontae. You got eleven, 11 yards, yards in the second half. He had three targets in the second half. Wow, wow. So just to be clear on one thing. This all really did happen last night. Yeah. <laughs> this was not a movie. I was the this same. Was, I woke up this morning and I'm like, huh. Right, did that really happen? Really? Baker Mayfield? Come on. Ba- and and kind of looked cool in the uniform. 
Oh, and you know? the headbutts to the guys with the helmets. I right. don't understand and, and, at all. And the headband. It looks the part. Yeah, he kind of looked cool. Yeah. And, and I love this story after the game. Well, you know, uh, Tuesday morning, I decided to book a flight to L.A. Um, On a I, hunch. Yeah, a yeah, hunch, of course. Right. Nobody else puts in a claim. Nobody wants this guy right now. He's almost toxic, not because of what he said or did, just because of the player he's become. He shows up. Oh, I flew myself. Right. Book, booked my own flight. Uh-huh. You know, middle seat, row 31, <laughs> you know. Right, booked my own flight. And then when I got here, lo and behold, weirdest damn thing. All of a sudden, the Rams were like, hey, we claimed you off waivers. <laughs> on I'm in L.A. How about that? I'm at LAX. Somebody come pick me up or what? So you were at Hollywood Park Casino. I was watching on, on Prime. They Baker Mayfield was on the set for probably, I don't know, 20 minutes or something. Super likable guy. We talked about it the other day, Mace. When yeah. I said, I, I asked you and Ramona and Slee. The, the perception is negative. I'm like, I don't get that from that guy. Like, I'm not a Browns fan, so I don't have any investment in what happened there. I don't care about Cleveland. I don't care about OU. Like, I'm not invested in that. I'm not an Ohio State fan, so him planting the flag, I don't care. All I know is when I've seen him talk, I've seen the way that he walks around. I kind of dig the guy. I, he may be terrible over the next four games, but just him walking in last night and on the set and all these things and – Going in there and just being the Baker Mayfield experience the way that he was, it's terribly compelling to me. Oh, I it, think it, it is. Really I think it's a is. great He's story. got that energy. It would not surprise me at all to see, and I heard you talking about this, would you want to go to a bad team and be a starter? Would you like to sort What's of a better rehab game? everything under McVay? You know what? I I think the Rams could could use an experienced backup quarterback. No, no. That's one thing I've been very critical of over no. the years is they've never really had a guy who was emergency break glass. He's Fair. done it a whole bunch of times. They, they don't Blake have a Bortles, Jacoby Brissett. They don't have a Jacoby Brissett who can legitimately start 11 games and be competitive. But I think Stafford should retire. Whoa. Should retire? 100% should retire. Agreed. Checked every box in his career. <laughs> Accomplish what he came here to accomplish. Dude keeps getting hurt. Like, could be serious. He should retire. And if I'm the Rams, I talk him into retiring. Because if not, they're screwed with that contract with a 35-year-old quarterback who can't stay healthy. And Mayfield becomes your starting quarterback next year. All right, guys, this is great. Wow. Anyway, real quick. Yeah, okay, yeah. I got yeah, two I things. Yeah, please. Is that did Luke Sl- Wallace? Did Slee quit? Yeah, he just walked off. Walked off the Why set. is he not he here? Stormed off. We saw him walking down. It's because he wasn't part of the uh, Prime Video <laughs> opening last night. They only used Travis. They did not use He's the He's revolting. Part. And then second thing, that. apparently our boss, the great Amanda Brown, got high yesterday at the game. You did? So to speak. Oh, oh man. You know oh, you oh, tell oh, you. Oh, Trav oh, knows yeah, this. Yeah, 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 so yeah. in the broadcast booth last night, all of a sudden I see our engineer and he's like wiping in front of his face. And I'm thinking, okay, somebody, you know past gas. Right, right. And then all of a sudden, I just get this massive whiff uh, feeling very of green. weed. Green. And I'm like, oh my, I like start coughing and everybody's looking around. Because the weed is coming into the press box? Oh yeah, the Raiders fans. The uh, radio like, booth. Don't, don't yeah. open yeah. the Raiders yeah. fans. Yeah. It yeah. could have been Rams so, fans. Okay. Cap is like, I oh, I want to go. I have done plenty, Rams of, yeah. plenty of Rams games and I have never smelt the weed like right. I smelt it last night at that game. Because the Raiders the have never been in the building before. Yeah. <laughs> this, this was the first they time the Raiders Trav literally walked in to do halftime and it's he goes it's as if you guys were smoking it here in the booth. It was like someone had unboxed the radio booth. It was yeah. it was just billow you open wow. the door and it's like Spicoli's van. Where, where, yeah. where the, and my the, throat the, was literally literally burning. burning. Wow. Think wow. of the LA Live yeah. parking lot yeah. and then times it by Yeah, five. the LA Live parking lot is pretty good. It was insane. And yeah. then That's it happened again in the third quarter. So good. Yeah, I think <laughs> it was, was second hand right. high. Jamie Long with a touchdown LA. Now here's the thing. Cappy's eyes usually get red at 6 p.m., which we all know about. Correct. Now, with this earlier start time, are we going to like a 2.30 red eye? Yeah, I don't know. We're, out, we're outside. We're outside. I am wearing sunglasses. I am underneath a tent, and I did bring a ball cap. Everything I could do to protect Los Ojos. Oh, yes, because he always says it's because of the light. Right. Oh, is that what it is? Even it's though the light in the studio. When we were in Downey and it was dark, we still had 6 o'clock red eyes. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Did yeah. I, yeah, there were a lot of lights that night. Oh, yeah. There yeah. were a lot of Little lights. Little stained glass, as I recall. Yeah. There were a lot of lights, man. So, Mace, how do you feel about this coming up? I'm excited, man. Yeah. I'm excited. Great to be out. Great to great to mix with the people. I haven't seen you in a really long okay, time. Okay, so he's not talking about that. He's talking about working with Cappy. Yeah. 
Oh, that's what we all want to know. Uh, you know, I'm, I I think it's going to be an e-ticket e experience. Were you think, worried at all? Were you like nervous coming in today? Like, I don't know how this is going to go. Like, was Juan like when you left? Be careful. Be, <laughs> watch yourself. Uh, no, I've actually don't let been, him take over the lead. I've been looking forward to it. <laughs> no, in fact, there's an article somewhere that says. Yeah, yesterday, I wonder how that got. What I wonder how that came about. Why somebody listened? I mean, I what's, oh what's the article? Uh, there was an article on. Uh, it's not as cool as Amazon Bar Prime, by on the way. Oh, Sports the Media street. about how I've always wanted to be the B and how much fun that is. I was the B yesterday for Sliwa, nice. and I said, today, it doesn't really matter who's the A and the B. It's just going to uh -huh. be sent in the class. You clouds. guys are both I don't, I don't No way, I'm you. a B. No, <laughs> I think we once raised this on a meeting, right, Amanda, about him trying to be the B, and yes. that's the one he shut his laptop and then left the meeting. No! I'm yeah. not a B, I'm an A! Right. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, everybody's Lionel Messi today? Everybody's <laughs> well, it's by the way, I scored a goal in the World Cup! <laughs> and, I, and I want a sleepover is my favorite. I want to have a sleepover. Doesn't it feel like you'd want one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a sleepover. I want yeah. a sleepover, and Ronaldo can't come. And Ren <laughs> I just feel like that's he missed the stamping of the foot. <laughs> well, for, she's mad. Yeah. He wants to make his mother wants to make sure that uh, he gets what he wants. I yeah, just, I mean, by my favorite part, I've never heard him speak. No. I have absolutely. I just no watched him make a penalty like. kick. Yeah, yeah, we just saw yeah, it. Just saw him. Uh, the Argentina was up two nothing. Is, is it? Oh, it's okay. So now that one scores. It was two one. The last I looked. Oh, two it's one. two nil. No, it's two two tie. Two one. Two nil. We've got deuce deuce. It's deuce deuce. Oh, really? Oh, extra time. Oh, extra time. Last minute. Two two. Two two. So you guys be the World Cup show a record. Two two in the last minute. So we could get another PK. Well, no, they'll go to the extra time. Oh, go to extra time and then PK. Yeah. Why aren't you guys asking me these questions? You I don't I know. Feel like yeah, I know you <laughs> love the World Cup. You embrace the World Cup. I do like it. The knock at the uh, the group stage, the last day of group stage, where there's like 48 contingencies. Yeah, you're this super confused that day. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, like a game that happened three weeks ago is going to determine what happens today. I, I can't wrap my head around. Yeah, it. Jorge, is there 13 minutes of extra time? There was 10 minutes in the second half. Yeah. Oh, that's good insight. Because yeah. didn't Neymar score in extra time he in did. the early he did. game? Yes. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't matter. Quick, they went home. Real quick, because we're going to address this on the show. Yes. Do you think Cappy, Trap, as a man, much like me, North American take, cut, mm -hmm. take a look is at Cappy me. a large or an extra large? XO. That's where we're going to leave it. I Yeah. That's a tease. We will talk about that. We will talk about that. The, I'm an XO guy, by the way. I embrace hey, XO. It, I, I have multiple X's in all of my <laughs> Same here. So you guys, will leave, we'll leave it right there. The Mason and Cappy coming up next. Go Rams. All right.